and Oklahoma. And that game that game will be on Fox, and it is an 11 a.m. kick. All right, joined now by uh, Ricky Thompson. Ricky, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Doing good, guys. It is. It's a, it, doing great. It's a football Friday, and I know you're geared up for for tomorrow. Uh, Ricky, let's talk about the Baylor-Kansas Kansas matchup. It, it, in your prep, what is the key matchup for, for the Bears and the Jayhawks? Well, you know what? I think I'm really looking at the defensive side of the ball for the Bears. I think this quarterback for Kansas, Jason Bean, a lanky kid, 6'3 or 4, about 190 pounds, I thought he made a couple of really good runs against Coastal Carolina. And to me, the scary thing about a football team is when they have a quarterback that can run. I know Gary Bohannon for the Bears can run. We haven't used him much, haven't had to. But when you have a quarterback that adds that dynamic on top of throwing the football with a running back back there as well that can run, that's scary. So I'm looking for that defensive front to control being, make him throw the football, beat us throwing it, not running. And I'm anxious to see how Apu does back in there this week. I know he's supposed to be back, and I, I really want to see him play, see what he's like back in the game. You mentioned Jason being the transfer from North Texas. Uh, he, he's really playing well. I mean, th- this is a Kansas team that just doesn't turn the ball over. He's completing 58% of his passes. He's rushed for 154 yards. Does it kind of what, – what's it say about an offense, Ricky, that that has their quarterback as the leading rusher? And I, it's not even close. He is clearly, through the first two games, the guy that has taken the, the, the load in, in both the passing and the running. Well, I think, number one, it means they have confidence in him. If they're going to let him run the ball like that, I mean, we know from the past, uh, watching Charlie Brewer, that a quarterback that can take some shots, uh, sometimes they get hurt. Sometimes the other thing that that does is, I don't know what it is, but I know you guys have seen it. When a quarterback makes a run like that or when a quarterback makes a move on somebody downfield or – in the case of a guy like Bohannon just lowers his shoulder and runs over a cornerback, it fires up the whole football team. And I don't know particularly why that is, but I just the dynamic of having a quarterback that can run is really tough defensively, and it's such a motivator for an offense. So I think this Kansas team really is just searching for whoever can do it, and I don't think they care if it's a quarterback or a running back at this point. They just want somebody that can move the football, and and right now it's Jason Bean, and and he's a, he's a little scary. Are you starting to see this Kansas team? And I know they got the you know uh, the coach and the staff got got a late start, and you know with it, it, we we know we know the story, but are they starting to kind of have that that same look that that Buffalo had when he, when he was there? I think so. I, I think it will take a little bit of time, just like Iran did, really having a focus or a, an appearance football team he wanted to be. But I, I think that's exactly where they're headed. And anything that they can do is probably going to be what they've been the last several years. But I think maybe this time they went out and got a football coach it's hungry versus maybe a name. I'm not saying Charlie Weiss wasn't football coach, but kind of on the back end of his career. And I think with what they have now, they have a staff that would probably be willing to be there for a period of time that's a proven winner, all the way back to 
Wisconsin Whitewater. I don't know how much you guys have kept up with Division Three. I, I have some because of Mary Harden Bailey was on the board over there. Uh, Pete Fredenberg, the national championships. Whitewater won several, and he was a player there, a coach there, won them as a coach. And I don't care what level it is, if you win national championships, you're a pretty good football coach. So I think this guy's going to get Kansas back to a competitive football team. I don't know when that is, but I sure think he'll get them there. You know, talking this week, and I'm glad you mentioned that, talking this week with some of the people in Kansas, and they all say the same thing, that these players have bought into what uh, what this coach and what this coaching staff is trying to get done. And, and that's to me, is is at least half the battle. Well, it is. Look at Baylor this year. I think they've finally kind of grouped and bought into what they are defensively, and even with just two games, I think you can see that these guys are getting comfortable with the wide zone. I know it's only two games and not great football teams that we've played, but they were still football teams. They still had 11 guys out there, and you still had to perform. And I thought the the Bears did exactly what they needed to do last week, and there's a true identity. And I, I think, too, that there's still a lot on the table offensively. We've been very, very vanilla on offense, very effective, but also very vanilla. So I think there's a lot there that we've not seen at this point. Does that change this week it, now that you're, open, you're opening up conference play? I think it does if you need it. I sure do. I think <laughs> that you possibly see Gary Bohannon run the ball a little bit more. I think you'll see – maybe a little more play action down the field, crossing routes, uh, probably throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, but uh, this team, I think they've made it very clear that the first thing they're going to do is run the football. Uh, hopefully Squirrel's back out there this week. We'll see a little bit of him in the backfield maybe. Uh, that adds another dimension to this. But, yeah, I think I think this week you'll gradually start to see that offense open up a little bit. Ricky, I, I know that it's all predicated on down and distance and, and what looks you're getting from the defense, but is this is this 60-40, 70-30 in this wide zone offense that they're installing, what is the, the magic number run to pass? I don't know if there's a magic number. I think probably they would prefer to run at 60 uh, versus pass at 60. But I think, too, that to a certain extent will be dictated to what uh, the defensive team does, how many guys they throw up there in that box. The one thing about this wide zone, though, guys, if you notice, I don't know that guys in the box make a lot of difference. When you run this wide zone, you're you're taking the, the running back out. The, the linemen are pushing to the outside. They don't have to get downfield blocks, blowing people off the ball. The running back cuts back. He's cutting back into lane. So I'm not sure even if there's seven guys, eight guys up there, that they're still going to try to run it, uh, overthrowing it to set up the pass. So this is a run-based offense, and I think that's what they'll try to do against everybody. Uh, TCU with the day off, everybody else in non-conference play. Is there a game you're going to keep an eye on that uh, obviously the, <laughs> you're working the Baylor game, but is there another game that you might uh, might want to keep an eye on? I, you know what, just curiosity, uh, I like o, Oklahoma-Nebraska. Uh, it was a rivalry. Uh, Nebraska has not played that well, but I just I think that's a game that most people are glad to see back on a schedule, uh, whatever it may be. But uh, it's in Norman. It shouldn't be that close, but those type games, you never know. 
just I think just because of those two names, uh, I'm a little anxious to see that one. Uh, let's see how Texas bounces back against Rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rice played Arkansas pretty tough. Remember in Arkansas, they had them on the ropes late. And then the next week, Arkansas turns around and dominates Texas. So I don't think Texas can go to sleep on anybody. So let's see how that one works out, too. You know, we were talking about it earlier. There was there was so much buzz, I mean, across, I'm going to say the Southwest, but maybe the nation, I don't know, on that Texas-Arkansas game. It just doesn't feel, you just don't get that same feel for the Nebraska-Oklahoma game, and I'm not real clear why. Because as big as a rivalry as Texas-Arkansas was in the SWC, I I think that Nebraska-Oklahoma game, you know, if you remember, that game was played on the Friday after Thanksgiving a ton. That was always so much fun to watch that game on Friday after Thanksgiving, the Nebraska-Oklahoma game. Well, it was. And and I think maybe the difference in that, particularly in Texas, I think probably goes back all the way to 1969. I mean, we all remember that game whether you're a Texas fan, Arkansas fan, Baylor fan, whatever, uh, the national championship game, 15 to 14, uh, cold day, Arkansas up 14 to nothing late, Texas comes back and wins. And I think ever since that game and the feeling those two schools have had against each other, I just think that that game carries a lot of weight. And I think everybody was anxious to see it. And I know particularly here in Nebraska, Oklahoma is one that we watched, but really didn't have much blood in that game. But the other two, we played them every year. And I think there was more of a, a tie to that game. And it was it was good to see that game come back. And uh, probably a lot of folks in Austin that <laughs> would like to play that one again. All right, Rick, man, we appreciate it. Safe travels. And, of course, Ricky Thompson every week is brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. What do you guys got going on? Any, any great deals going on at Alliance Bank right now? Uh, and we've always got something. Just just come by, and if, if we don't that day, we'll think of it. We'll <laughs> we'll come up with some, we'll come up with something. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. It's, it's uh, we we just we have a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to bank these people in Central Texas. It's just a really we've got a great community, guys, and it's it's fun to just be a part of it. Hey, we appreciate it, Rick. Thanks so much. That's uh, Ricky Thompson, who will be on the sideline tomorrow in Lawrence, Kansas, for the Bears and KU.